the faith to grow and to know to leave the the tribe or to change, even though intellectually, I feel like my family is happy for me because I'm doing X, Y, Z and I'm growing, but really in my ego, it's keeping me in that place and saying, oh, but they won't love you. Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker podcast. How confident are you? How confident have you been feeling lately? Do you need to improve your confidence? Well, hang on, because Megan and I have the answers to confidence and everything you need to feel good, sexy, alive, and strong. Hi, Megan. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Jenna. It's always just such an honor to be here to talk with you. I have to say, I love these conversations. It's becoming the highlight of my week. Me too. Me too. Good. Good. This is awesome. We are going to talk today about self-confidence. What is it? How to get it? How to keep it? How to (laughs) generate it, vibrate it, whatever it is. Yeah. So I know you did some research. You have some thoughts. I'm excited to hear what you got. I'll say I did research because self-confidence is something that just in, in my fourth decade on this earth, I'm finally starting to embrace self-confidence and and learn about it and deliberately seek it out. I'm always on a a journey of self-discovery. It's nice when you can finally, as Kathy Heller says, come home to yourself and really accept yourself and have that self-confidence. It's a really nice image. And I love the way you said embrace self-confidence because I think it's something Marion Williams says, we're afraid to let our light shine. It's not that we're afraid to fail. We're afraid to shine. When you have the courage to embrace positivity, when you stand up for who you are, you're going to piss people off. When you lose that need to sell your soul to to whatever it is, whether it's your parents, your significant other, whoever it is, because they're not going to love you anymore. When you stand in your true power, that's embracing it. Because you're going to do choose yourself over somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's really hard. Yeah. And, and <laughs> not too many people can just change and do that. It yeah. is it's like a muscle that you got to build and practice. Yes. Glennon Doyle said in her book, Untamed, the day I stopped being an obedient daughter is the day that I became a grown up. Hmm. Interesting. There's a lot there, a whole book on that. And a lot of it may be unconscious to people. So they don't realize they're in these patterns that don't serve them. Exactly. They're just doing the thing they've always done. You have to check to see, is this still serving me? Because it's probably not. It's an old pattern, old energy. I'm going through a lot of that on my own now. It's like cleaning out the closet, but that closet is deep. Like what in here? Yeah. Jenna, I was thinking about that and putting my, my feet in your shoes a little bit, just thinking like it, in that analogy, cleaning out a closet can be so hard, so overwhelming that I hope you're taking breaks to have fun 
Yeah. And be joyful. Yeah. Well, this with you is like fun and joyful and everything. It's sacred time yeah. for sure. Good. So what were some ideas or definitions that you had? Oh, yeah. All right. So the, the interweb is an, ama- an amazing place. The definition that I came up with this particular website said a confident person does what they believe is right, even if it's unpopular. That's the, the, disobedient child, is that it, Mm -hmm. Uh, is willing to take risks, admits their mistakes and learns from them, is able to accept a compliment and is optimistic. Those are interesting ones, aren't they? And then another website was making the case that self-confidence is actually three separate sort of pillars that hold up uh, self-confidence. So it's efficacy, self-efficacy. So do you think you can? Are you held back by your limiting beliefs? If you believe that you can cook dinner tonight, then you can. If you don't believe you can, then you're not going to make dinner. And you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. Then there's self-confidence which is practicing something. Like for me, I was terrified. I had zero confidence in my public speaking skills. So I practiced at Toastmasters and built up that confidence muscle and did away with the crippling doubt. You joined Toastmasters? I'm in Toastmasters now. Yeah, Toastmasters in the 90s. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Go ahead. Then the other, the last one is self-esteem. This is a huge one that I think we sometimes forget is self-esteem is the belief in your own self-worth. That might be even the hardest one to cultivate. This is really a conglomerate of believing in yourself. It's really like the first and the third are the same, right? Because you think you can is believing in yourself efficacy and self-worth. I wonder if there's a nuance to the difference of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. To have efficacy. And then it's just believing you can and the mastering of it. It says, yeah. So self-esteem refers to a belief in your overall worth. So if somebody's treating you poorly, do you feel like you deserve it? Yeah. Or I I'm better than that. I don't know. It is similar. Maybe efficacy is a little bit of a more, do you believe you are capable? I don't know. It's tough, isn't it? Anyway, those are, those are three ways to dissect it. Yeah. I think it's a lot to do with tribal living self-esteem because what you said at first, Believe what they believe is right. They stand alone in their convictions. So if you have a group of haters, let's say, I won't name names of groups, but (laughs) they they believe these beliefs partially become part of the tribe to be part of something Mm -hmm. alone. It's cowardly. They can't handle it on their own. That's why they need to stand in a a tribe of some kind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's usually sometimes it's tribe of negativity. Also in the same vein of tribal living, because really what makes one person more worthy than another? We are all worthy. 
our collective mindset is not that of worth. So if all of a sudden now I start to say, yeah, of course I'm worthy and I'm abundant, all these things. Now I'm different from the average Jane or Joe collective mindset. And that's a scary place to be. So which comes first, the cart or the horse? Because in order to stand alone in this beautiful universe of abundance, you have to separate yourself from probably everybody. You have to be able to leave your tribe. Which is I hear you totally. So in my experience, let's just take, for example, with my siblings and, and my parents, I'm a lot different from my family in a lot of ways. And it could be scary, but I can still hang out with them. I can still have things in common with them because I want to. I don't have to totally ditch them because I don't drink and they no. do. No, I'll just put my own as an example of abundant wealth. I feel like I have to make excuses or say, I have this really nice car. Oh, but you know what? It's a use. It's a use. Right. <laughs> it's not yeah. a new one or right. this beautiful a person owns more than one home or they have a lot. That's why people have certain socioeconomics hang around with the other ones mm-hmm. equal because you don't want to have to make excuses or feel bad that you have more abundance, whatever it is, especially with money than somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just be comfortable with the, in your light and your blessings. People are not comfortable there. They want to commiserate together. That's what we're used to. Yeah. So having confidence will. Doctor doesn't want you to. Not okay. Or. No, I think the, I think it's the opposite. I think we are, people get seduced to be not confident. You go to be confident and then somebody knocks you down. If I'm confident and successful and happy, now I'm going to be different than you because you're not feeling that. I want to be close to you. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to dim my light too. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying people are seduced to not be confident from the collective. Yes. 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 I agree. So can you make the case for letting your light shine and being confident, not arrogant, but confident. You have to be able to stand alone to be confident, but you have to be confident to stand alone. Mm -hmm. I just say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You have to have one to have the other, but where do you start? Yes. Yes. I don't know. You know Well, I'd say you have to decide that you're going to be a lot happier if you have confidence. Right. And there will be new, a new tribe on the end of the other end of confidence. There's a new tribe. So you have to almost be willing to let go of who you are. If a boat leaves from one continent, if you're in the middle of the ocean, you have to hold on to faith that there will be land on the other side, a brand new. Yes, yes absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So that's a whole big thing that I I hadn't even thought about in creating confidence is the aspect of leveling up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's an that's a whole nother conversation. And so I had to get to a place where I had to make a choice and I knew there was no cho- the choice was no choice that I was picking me over them. But I had to let go of my need for earthly safety to do it. Mm-hmm. 
there begins the soul's journey. Yes. One of the ways to grow your confidence muscle is to surround yourself with positive people, which I interpret as setting boundaries with people who are not as supportive and not as positive. And that's what you're saying is, hey, I can't anymore. (laughs) And I'm putting my hand across my heart. Like you can't have access to this anymore. Right. Exactly. That's why I'm saying what comes first, because you have to be confident to set the boundary and and Mm -hmm. who you are, because if you don't have boundaries, people will put their boundaries on you. Yeah. Yeah. So cart before the horse, it just comes in little bits. There's 20 seconds of courage and you set a boundary and it's scary and you do it. You've had that practice. And then the next time you, it doesn't take as much courage to set that boundary. It's not an all or nothing. It's a slow progress. Just like you, you go to the gym and you start out lifting five pound weights. And then soon enough, you're lifting 20 pound weights. It's a muscle. Confidence is a muscle. It's a self-awareness process. Mm -hmm. So speaking of going to the gym, another way that people can create confidence is by taking care of their body. It's the food we put into our human vessel. We got to drink water. You got to get regular sleep. Even this website was saying, and I will agree that taking care of your appearance can really help your confidence. You can think back to yesterday or the day before when I was wearing sweats and had my hair in a ponytail, but today I'm still wearing workout clothes, but I'm, I've got my hair curled. I've got my makeup on and I just feel a little bit better because I've taken care of my appearance recently over the last year, I've gone on a fitness journey and really put a lot of effort into eating unprocessed foods, also lifting weights. And I just feel so much more confident. Yeah. Strength training is great. The best. I actually just realized because I'm so into the strength training, just to divert. I've been walking and I'll walk six miles and I'll lift weights. I took my daughter's bike, not far to get it fixed. I was so winded because it's been like two years since I've done some really hard cardio. So flexibility, cardio, and weights, you need all three of those things that will really help with confidence too and appearance. But yeah, so I was like, wow, I really need to get back on the cardio train because I was winded. (laughs) I'm picking butt with the weights, but the cardio just went away and not walking is not going to do it. You got to really get the heart pumping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The other day I got my heart rate out and dancing to my favorite song in the mirror. (laughs) And I was kind of like doing a little aerobics to it. Just like we used to do on lunchtime live. It's that dancing in the mirror is a great way to spirits and got to create special delicious moments. Who's going to create them or else it's just Friday afternoon. Right. We've always talked about that when RTRs and feather bows or whatever, and when a gown and those were amazing moments. We made those. Yeah. And it worked to lift our mood. And that helps your confidence because when you feel good, then you treat others nicely. One great quick way to change your mood is of course, that famous Ted talk by Amy Cuddy is the power pose. Just even holding a power pose for maybe 
as, as long as a minute. I, I don't know exactly how long she suggests to hold it. It's that one where you stand tall and you put your shoulders back and put your hands and fists maybe. Yeah, whatever it is. It's go check that out. That is a great way to just instantly change your physiology and increase your confidence. Like before you go in for an interview or a hard meeting or whatever you're going to do. Have you ever tried that one? No, I just tried my power pose now. It it works. Sit up straight. Mm -hmm. Even an incantation like Tony Robbins says, I got this. Yes, we are doing this. You are claiming to the universe what the deal is. The universe is going to say, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you have the power to be a creator, which would give people confidence, I would think. Uh-huh. I don't think people really get that we're co-creating with the universe. That's the thing. They don't have faith in that, which is how I want to end today. We'll talk about it later, but just there's miracles everywhere outside. We just take them for granted. We don't recognize them as miracles. I think that also. What we're not seeing also affects our confidence. Hmm. What we're taking for granted, as we're not seeing them as miracles that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Your frame of mind, whether you think you can or you think you can't, find the solution. Looking for the miracles, looking for the solution instead of taking a victim mentality. Yeah. Important to be what I call the shiro of your story. And and that switch for me was huge. I'm still working on it. It's yeah, it's simple but not easy. Yeah, but really effective. If you can it, just like a muscle, you gotta work on it. Yeah. My default is victim mode, but if yeah. if I can oh. say, wait a second, but what is the lesson here? <laughs> Again, I hear what you're saying. I think that's where the inner child stuff comes in the, that critic. Yes. You know what? Even when you're crying, it does not mean you're not strong and you can be frightened because I do that all the time. I cry. I'm frightened, but I know that I am the Shiro of my journey and I'm going to, it's all good. Yeah. At the end of the day, I got this. And no matter what stuff keeps piling on, I got it. Even yeah. Though I cry through it too bad. <laughs> yeah that's first journey starts with one step every step you take is one step in that direction even if you're doing it slowly yes absolutely the next point is you you are taking so much care with yourself and you're talking to yourself kindly that is another way to create confidence is to just have compassion for yourself and yeah. your journey yeah the buddhists call it my tree the arms of Loving kindness, self-love. What do they call it? My tree. My tree? It's M-I-T-R-I. Pema Chodron talks about my tree a lot. Hmm. And tell me about that. What's that? It's basically putting yourself in the arms of loving kindness and being kind to yourself. Let me see if I can get a definition really quickly. And speaking kindly to yourself. It's M-A-I-T-R-I means benevolence, loving kindness, and friendliness, uh, amity, goodwill, and active interest in others. It is the first of four sublime states and one of the 10 paramis of the Theravada school of Buddhism. The cultivation of benevolence is a popular form of Buddhist meditation. Mm -hmm. Loving kindness is also to the self. 
not yes. other people. I didn't know about that. I'm going to have to look that up. Loving kindness of self. Developing loving kindness for oneself. So one, one way you can do that is highlight, consciously go and highlight, remember, think about, love, some achievements that you've made in your life and what you're, what you're good at. Sometimes we get imposter syndrome or we think we can't and remembering all the hard things that we've done in the past is a really instantaneous way. Oh yeah. I'm not so bad. <laughs> yeah. How have you evolved? How have you made people feel? How are you a gift to all these people? Mm-hmm. Yes. A gift to these people. Yeah. Yeah. And one, one major turning point in the last year for me was taking the Clifton's strengths finder test. It's $20. You can take it online. It takes a half an hour. It's a made up test. You don't have to put all your eggs in that basket. For me, the feedback I got on my top five strengths was like going to a pep rally for myself. I all of a sudden got those results. I was like, yes, I am empathetic and I am positive and all the other things that it told me about myself that I knew, but sometimes we need that validation or that reminder or just those words that we can use to define ourselves. And sometimes we have a moment, like this week I had a moment where I felt like, um, I was good at anything. This something had happened. I felt really hopeless. And that is the worst feeling when you feel you stink at everything. I get everything. That's awful. Everybody's good at something, but I had to talk myself off a ledge. I was really upset. Mm. And I had to remind myself what you said, all the things I've accomplished and all the people that I have relationships with the people I've helped. It took me a minute to get back on the ledge. Yeah. So if you have, it's utmost importance when you don't feel that you're are good at anything to find that thing that you're good at, you, you know, owe that to yourself. Yes. So I have the uh, an, a definition of spiritual confidence. Okay. Which is really confidence, but it's important to have self-confidence. It's even more important to have spiritual self-confidence. Spiritual confidence is that unique and palpable sense of absolute conviction that cannot be affected by external or internal fluctuations, which is what you've been saying. It's being absolutely sure. It's knowing before you know that you know. It's the highest gift and blessing that comes only from the deepest insight into true nature of things. It can also be the most precious jewel that is freely transmitted from the awakened heart and mind of a true spiritual master to any and all who receive it. Absolute conviction destroys existential doubt and frees the human soul. Mm, I want some of that. Yeah. I don't know what the difference between spiritual confidence and regular confidence is. It seems like what we covered, but maybe I, I think there's an element to working with the universe with this one. Well, what came up for me when you were reading that was, what my awesome therapist, great grandma, Barbara Rock told me one time when I was like, 
but I don't know what this and this and, uh, and I'm like fretting about everything. And she said, you know what, Megan, you know, you can handle anything that comes your way. And it was an immediate lifting of all the burdens and all the worry. I really believed her. <laughs> she said, you know, there's some things you don't want to deal with, but if they come your way, you will be able to deal with them. Yeah. And it was so uplifting. So when you were reading that, it sort of felt like that, like you, you can trust yourself and you are in tune with your intuition and you know that it's all going to be okay. Is that kind of what it's like? Yeah. And I think it goes with, I've been reading the the Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Do you know Michael Singer? Mm-mm. He has that another book, The Untethered Soul. I haven't read that one yet, but I'm doing the Surrender Experiment. And his whole life, he, it was just this experiment. I'm not worrying about my personal preferences. I'm just surrendering to what's in front of me. And he was able to build up his life to, you know, he was just a teacher in the woods. And then he was building it up. He started this big temple and then he started a small business, which became a huge business. And then he ended up buying WebMD from the evolution of all just surrendering. And it's got me thinking that maybe it's not our job to worry, but just to experience. Mm-hmm. It's just flowing through us. And when we give up all the worry and say, okay, and that's what I think Abraham Hicks calls the receiving mode. Because you're receiving this, okay, I'm just here to serve. Send me this, what I'm supposed to serve. Yeah. Not to worry about what's this and that. Let's just do to not only just today, this minute. Absolutely. Yes. That's one of the biggest things. Sorry, am I interrupting? I'm so sorry. No, I'm just saying I'm trying that and I'll let you know how it's going. Okay. Michael Singer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that It reminds me of just enjoy the journey, right? That to me is the biggest takeaway of manifesting is enjoy the journey. Yeah. And it will come. There's a, I've been reading this Kabbalah book, you know, Kabbalah. I forget the word in Hebrew. It was begins with an M, but it means the ride you're being carried. Yeah. Such a nice thought. Yeah. The universe is carrying us. Yeah. So one uh, other way that confidence can be cultivated is to stop comparing our ride to other people's rides. Thank you. <laughs> That's a great one that we didn't cover. Comparisonitis, the robber of joy. Yes. We'll never win. You're never going to win when you compare. Yeah. The, The book I'm reading right now by MJ Ryan is Trusting Yourself. She just went, I just listened to this little bit about she was always comparing her marriage or her choice in partner to other people's choices. Was her partner a good provider? Was he kind enough? Was he whatever? She always, it made her always feel icky and like created more problems for her when she would compare we're human. Comparison doesn't go away. Her thing was, if you find yourself comparing, let that be an indicator of what you feel like maybe you want to work on. Maybe I am noticing about provider and maybe I can create some abundance in my own life, or I'm 
noticing that this person is very kind. I would like to have kindness in my relationship. Let me be the one to bring the kindness to the relationship. Yeah. If you want love, be love. Exactly. I love that. It is so hard though, but yeah. (laughs) But that's what we're supposed to be doing is just radiating the things that we want to bring to ourselves. Yeah. It's so simple. Gotta leave the tribe. You can't go with the karmic population, the the consciousness of the universe. Start somewhere small. I think my answer to all of this would be start somewhere small, like a seed, and just mm-hmm. blossom like that. Wherever you can be your most authentic self and feel good and create as many delicious moments, meditate on a leaf. Think about the sun has to come. I wanted to talk about a piece of bread. I think. The sun has to come. The rain has to come. It's all a miracle. That we have bread. This is, I always mess up his name, Thick Nut Han. When I hold a piece of bread, I look at it. Sometimes I smile at it. The piece of bread is an ambassador of the cosmos, offering nourishment and support. Looking deeply into the piece of bread, I see the sunshine, the clouds, the great earth. Without the sunshine, no wheat can grow. Like People don't think about that. Without the clouds, there's no rain for the wheat to grow. Without the great earth, nothing can grow. That is why a piece of bread that I hold in my hand is a wonder of life. It is all there for us. We have to be there for it. We have to be there for it. Yeah. Beautiful. You take a walk. Go ponder the clouds, the sun. The culmination of things that has to happen for all this to go, to happen the sun is this amazing thing and it's here for us. If it goes away, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. If the yeah. bees go away, we're done. Yeah. If water goes away, we're yeah. done. And that gets into a whole hurting ourselves or ruining the planet conversation, which we won't go there. But if the miracle of the perfection of it all and we come from that. So it's what not to be confident about. We're just, we're vessels in the self-sustaining of ourselves. And that's when you're worried and all that, you're blocking that flow. And yes. If you're not confident, you're blocking that flow. Yes, absolutely. So all we can do, it, we must be the change we want to see in the world. Yeah. All we can do is work on ourselves, be kind to ourselves. Like you said, if you want more love, be love. I think if you want to see this world transform into as close to a utopia as we can, then let's practice these things. Let's believe that we can. Let's have positive self-worth and be kind to ourselves. Yeah. It's, Creating and changing your daily practice. And probably people don't even have a daily practice. What is your daily practice? They do have a daily practice. They practice worry, polluting themselves. That's Mm -hmm. not working out, not feeling confident, not feeling good about yourself, judging people. That's their daily practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty icky, huh? So what are you practicing? Yeah, I like that. Let's change what we're practicing. Judgment is not really going to help with your confidence. Worry, not going to help. Those kinds of things. They come because 
we have an ego and we're human and we worry, but being a first step is awareness. So being aware, oh, I'm having a thought that I, I am worrying is however you talk to yourself after that is, is going to make it worse or make it better. <laughs> the power of prayer, pray like, like Carolyn misses, pray like you're crazy. You know, and I have really become to begun to lie on prayer. I love prayer. It's been a major helper and it's just, it guides you right back. When you go off course, put the prayer right in. I, I can't even tell you how many times now I'm in an argument with someone and I'm crying and now I'm yelling, Send grace into this conversation. Now. Like, I need it. I need it. It just settles the argument because you're, I'm just yelling for grace. <laughs> it works. Yeah. But next time you're in a fight with somebody and you're like all upset and you just start yelling to the universe for grace and praying, put grace on me, put grace on them. See what happens in that interaction after that. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. I will. I love prayer is amazing. I don't think we pray at all enough. Nothing. So up the prayer game, up the meditation game, let the universe handle it. Let the flow take it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you want to be, be a soul streaker and feel like you just ran through a field naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. I don't know about you, but I feel more confident after this conversation. Me too. I really do. I do too. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. I know we connect and we both want the best for ourselves and for other people too. Surround yourself with people that inspire you. Like uh, Tony Robbins says, access is power. Whoever you hang around with, this is going to start to rub off on you. Yes, I believe that. Proximity is power. And a fellow Toastmaster used to say, you can run with the turkeys or you can fly with the eagles. Yeah, that's true. It's a conscious choice. And that's the problem. When you grew up with turkeys and you don't want to leave the turkey tribe, what's it costing you not to be an eagle? The cost of that has to be higher than the payoff of being a turkey. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And, and if you want to be a peacock, that's too cool too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> or an owl. When you are a peacock and that's the thing, people don't want to leave the tribe being the best you and being abundant and kind, wealthy, healthy, all the amazing things that life has to offer. You give other people permission to be that as well. Yes. You just have yes. to stand there long enough and somebody else will follow you. You're going to give permission. Yes. I that is giving me so much hope to yeah, I love that. I just realized that was just something that popped into my head and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to give other people permission to do to be abundant and enjoy their luxuries. Mhm. Yes, and the miracles. Yes, they deserve it. I don't even know if it's deserve. I don't even think that should play into it. We're all children of the universe and the best is here for us. Kathy Heller talks about that. Or had a story of this rich king and invited everybody to take whatever they wanted. Come to my house and just take, it's all here for you. The, The point of the whole thing was it's all here for you. You just have to take it. 
Yes, absolutely. What are you going to take today? What are you going to celebrate? I'm going to enjoy the universe, the miracles of the universe, my health, my material things that I love and time and moments I have with people. I'm just going to enjoy it all. Mm -hmm. Good. It doesn't take much. Here's a delicious cup of tea. I love this song. It's a beautiful day, whatever it is. It doesn't, you know, take much. One of these days I'm going to get a golden retriever. I'm going to enjoy that. (laughs) I just feel blessed and lucky that I have what I have. Just be grateful for everything that you have. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing you say is the gratitude is the secret sauce of it all. Yeah. So whoever is listening to this, discover the the blessings of their life and their confidence and just love themselves to the roots of their soul. That's my wish for everybody. And I hope that you can start with one thing that we've talked about today. There was a lot of tips and a lot of ways to create confidence, but I, I just hope that you choose one and it, it's going to be a heavy five pound weight at first. And the right. more that you lift it, it's going to be lighter and lighter and you're going to get stronger and your confidence muscle is going to grow. That's true. Yeah. So when I'm lifting sometimes, like, why is this not like? Oh, I know it, the idea of yoga class, meet your body where it's at today. Some days are going to be easier than others. Yeah. That's true. Meet yourself where you are and wherever you are is really okay. That's really good. Be here now, whatever that looks like. Just be here now. Wow. I love this conversation. Thank you so much. This was really special. Yay. Thank you, Jenna. Thanks for giving us a place where we can take our souls streaking. Oh, thank you. And hopefully looking forward to next week. Yes. We should do an episode about daily practice. What are we really practicing versus what we think we're practicing? Next week is what's your daily practice? (laughs) Well, talk about that next time. Have a good weekend. Take care. You too. Bye, Jenna. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating. And if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at Jenna.Jake. And check out my website, www.JennaJake.com.